We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Another day. Another... Another leather outfit. (laughs) See? I knew it! (laughs) Leather just be putting people in a little mood, you know what I'm saying? It's very, like... Like, like, authoritative. Like you, okay. Like, you look like you, like, fed your nigga out of a dog bowl today or something. Okay. Like, you let him okay, out to he pee. he got a little leash. What uh, about he's a, a financial on. slave? That's a crazy phenomenon. That's when dudes are just like, here's my bank account information. Just take money out of it. Yeah, and, and actually pay them, like, uh, an allowance. So they're paid, and they can steal money. Well, steal. Well, know. they can take money. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm sure they could. In I the grand a, scheme of things, I you saw know. an interview of of a of a dude explaining it, and he said that he wants to feel like financially dominated. And so yeah, he, just he has a some, he has a wife, right? That guy. It, Didn't it, he it, have whatever was viral for this? Mm-hmm. I think it, we're talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. But he basically said he has she has access to all the cards, all the the. The accounts, and just gets to buy whatever, mm-hmm. and she pays him either a weekly allowance or a monthly allowance of his own money. Of his own money, and she keeps the rest. And do they have a child together. What do you think that fe- fetishes in the world of cra- in extreme? Oh, I won't say crazy. I'll say extreme. Don't be kink shaming these people. I'll say extreme. Okay. Do you think that? There's a possibility that in the world of these extreme kinks, some people are taking advantage of mental illness. Absolutely. Because the the woman who's being financially dominant, mm-hmm. that doesn't have to be a kink of hers at all. You know what I mean? Right. It, she, she could just be getting the layout like, all right, this is what I'm into. You got it. You got to just take all my money. You got to buy all the stuff that you want. You got to pay your rent and it's going to make me so horny. Like they'd mm-hmm. be like, what? Sure. Of course. You know, right. like I don't have to also be into it. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm so into this. My nipples mm-hmm. are hard because I'm paying my rent with your money. Right. They're just like, yeah, do that. So do you think that there's a part of this that's like, all right, you you getting over on your boy. I but he wants it. I think there got to be a little something off with some people that have some of these just wild outrageous fetishes like the remember i was told i was telling you there was a guy who wanted to pay me to be a lamp in my living room it was like you know uh, uh, like there are people that want to be stationary objects to other people they just want to sit like be a fly on the wall Mm -hmm. you know and i think absolutely there's something a little off about people who some some dangerous about it too yeah, at any moment he can be like, "All right, I'm done. <laughs> a million. I I put a million dollars into this, mm-hmm. and you ain't gave up no butt." But it might not be for that. That's the thing. They'll get the satisfaction it's outside wild. of of sex, 
they might be nutting in their pants as you watching TV in the living room and they're lighting. Uh, you talking about the, the lamp? lamp. Mm-hmm. Well, that's dangerous because that that's clearly somebody who's has a a different way of thinking. So imagine you just use that to be a serial killer. You're but just like, can I be a lamp in your house? Really? Sure. Right. And then you just kill the shit out of the person. But there's others like this lady gets paid to cuddle men. Also dangerous. Right. So what if he's like, he grips up and he's like, right. already here. What about the guys who buy farts in a jar? Like, nice. Like all of it. Did you say nice? Boop. <sighs> Straight from Minnesota. What if she just sprays fart spray in the that's like purposely disgusting it is but i think they imagine that the farts smell good so let me tell you a story oh jesus christ (laughs) i've never done that but it's hard up on cash you know guys like how i look and so no no i've never farted on anybody before ever in my life i highly doubt that i haven't even while spooning you didn't just let off a toot on somebody's no, thigh? No, unless I was asleep. If I did, I don't know about it. So it could have happened. You know you tooted on a nigga. If I did, it like it was on accident. Like it might be during a session or something like that. You know, if I pooted during a session or something. You I don't know. You farted on a nigga during, you gave him that, that I have, nasty I have, back shot wind? I gave, I've, I've, I've pooted during sex before, yeah. What position? Front and back. So that just went straight up their chest into their face. Shotgun? How loose is your booty? No, it's not at all. That's how you fart? (laughs) 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 It looks like it sounds like you're blowing into a tube. Uh, Onto Uh, the top of a moonshine (laughs) bottle. (laughs) 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 You remember those like big horns we used to have and they were like, Mm -hmm. like as kids? Yeah, maybe. Uh, It's wild business. No, I was hard up on cash, and I was like, oh, this might be some little things that I can do. And I saw that you could sell your underwear mm-hmm. online for a specific amount. So was I created I created an account, and, you know, everybody is full of their ego or whatever. So I'm like, I'm going to put $500 for mine, you know. <laughs> so, How many flew off the shelf? Well, none. <laughs> because I didn't put no picture. I didn't, down. I didn't put no picture next to myself. So it was just like, who the fuck is this bitch charging five hundred dollars? You tried to sell Look, mystery draws. Yes. Did yes. you at least have a picture of the draws? Yes, yes. I had a picture of the underwear. Um, but it was a whole community of people, so they like they'll request what they want. So if you have a titillating name, I forgot what my name was. It was on fake. There. It was of course. Um I, I don't Surgical Dragon. <laughs> Surgical, that's horrible. Surgical dragon, you wouldn't click on that? Leaky, leaky punani. So this, this, no, it, that wasn't, that wasn't mine, but. Can't sell draws with what, the name leaky. Yes, you can. That's the thing. Oh, that's what so they So when I started getting requests, they were like, Squirts can you wear it? Can you wear it all day and let your discharge get in oh it? Oh my God. And send it with the discharge. Discharge. And I was like. Like they they How wanted you to have it? like a yeast infection so it could be like creamy in oh. there. They wanted like cream in it. So this is what I did because I didn't have no yeast infection. <laughs> I bought some yogurt. I bought some plain yogurt <laughs> and put it in some like old used some used Jason underwear. Jason Bourne wouldn't have beat that story out of me. <laughs> 
but I never ended up sending it you because it was too in your draw. And I took a picture of it. He was like, "I need, I need proof that this is coming from like, you." Raspberry. So <laughs> that's Activia. <laughs> I took a picture. <laughs> I put some yogurt in it and like kind of like you know whooshed it around a little bit. That is it truly horrifying. <laughs> There's no consistency of yogurt that that should have passed for anything that should have been sexually. But sometimes if you put like if you if you put like a drop of it and you know just like tap the spoon it'll make a also like... that's what yeast infections look like yogurt. Well, some can if you have if you have enough like it's just white and creamy. I didn't know what other I wasn't gonna use cottage cheese because that looked crazy, oh. you know. So Velveeta. it was just like Velveeta, orange no so. Yeah, I did that, and he was like, "Oh my god, that looks so good!" He like turned on it. He got he so turned on. He did, but I never sent them, so I just I refunded it and and I closed my account because that must it have was been just an interesting much. alert refunded. Like right, Aww. it was, it was the yogurt much, draws. He, but he probably aren't got coming. off from the picture of the draws, you know. So that is truly disgusting. Yeah, so I was just like, uh, "This is too much for me." I I I cut off the account. I it was just it was, was the too, website. Oh my God! Yogurtdraws No, no, I, yogurt was my idea. Give me my little credit. That is so gross. That was yeah. It was. I disgusting. didn't I, honestly. I didn't know that's what a yeast infection could pass for. Yogurt. That's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. Um. Okay. Well, let's transition. Well, and, let's transition then. Period. Nope. You let's dare? go right into the. Let's go no, right no, into no. the threads. I gotta get this off. I gotta get this off. Dancing with the stars is on. You watching with a heart on. Sitting on the couch in your Gucci. Wishing she was licking on your Gucci. This is... Your Gucci. I feel like I... The spirits talked to me and said, just skip this one. If you sit down watching TV, you dancing with the stars is on. You watching dancing with a heart. Dancing with the stars is on. Yeah, you watching, you watching with, with a heart, heart on. on. First of all, you rhyme on with on. And yeah. That was so stupid. But you're watching like. Who the fuck is watching Dancing with the Stars with a boner? I mean, probably a lot of people. They wish the girls wear skimpy stuff. And We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. The guys. That was pretty skippable. Oh man. That was pretty skippable. And then sitting on the couch in your Gucci, so you. No, I remember this. And then wishing she was looking at your Gucci. Gucci and Gucci. Ladies, what's the grimiest thing you ever did to a man? Share your thug story. This is a Patty original. <laughs> I wanted to know who out there was because re- you violent women. Women don't be telling us the real. Men be like, "Man, I did her so cold. I bought her a jacket." Niggas be lying. Let's but not. Let's not. Ladies do that. be doing the grimy shit too. So I want to know the thug stories. Wow, I got some good ones. What you got? Mine is. Is very weird, to okay. say the least. Um, I'll just give you the first two sentences. All right. My dad died. 
classic start to a funny story. So this is story time. Dark humor. I'm into it. You sure are. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, um, let's not scare anybody away with the dark humor. <laughs> let's. This is not too bad. Let's go it's not with too the dark. grimy hero. Now, honestly, this was not. Uh, this wasn't my most uh, viral thread. <laughs> you had so, like 13 uh, responses, but they were good. I don't like how your your bullshit example was higher than my actual numbers. <laughs> oh no! But you um, got seven. No, okay, it's more than that. Relax. <laughs> All right, <laughs> ladies, what's the grimiest thing you ever did to a man? Share your thug story. The oh, ladies, the ones you shared, they shared. But the ones, uh, a lot of people were on hush mode. Can I ask a quick question before you get into it? Sup? How many of these ladies fucked the nigga's dad? Whoa! Wait, what? I just want to know how many. Is that your is that in, your input? No, no, no. I've never fucked anyone's dad, but I know there's a lot of stories about the get back about fucking dads. So I was just wondering if you if no you dads. saw that. Okay. No dads in this one. Okay. Oh, you did say it was a limited response. Not not space. not didn't go crazy, but I might <laughs> I might bring it back. Okay. Um. All right. So. Starting hot. I stole his iPad and sold it because he was a terrible person. <laughs> you stole his iPad? Here's, here's the part, though. When he couldn't find it, I started helping him look for it. <laughs> Something about that. I have had people help me look for some shit that they stole. What? Yes. You've. How did you find out in the end? How did you find out they stole it? Um... They were serial thieves, thieves. Oh. and uh, yeah, I, I, I called them out. There was a whole ordeal, and we ain't cool no more. No way. Serial thieves, yep. That's um, wild. I didn't really think that type of shit happened. Nope, for sure. I was, I have been, uh, and it was, you know, it was, it was more complicated because of the situation. Y'all was fucking. No, God no, 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 no. That oh. would have been. It wasn't easy. a woman. It was like it was like a homeboy. It was like a yeah. Oh. It was like a, it was like a, a touchy situation that had to be handled certain a very very delicate way. No. Um. But at the end of the day, it was just you know. That is wild, and I'm sorry you had to go through that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um. But yeah, helping helping them look for it is crazy because the thievery. Could have happened out of desperation, but mm. that part is just like, oh, you wicked, wicked. Right. Find, uh, I found out my now ex-husband was cheating on me when we were married with his ex after two months and we got into it. Mm. He just had knee surgery and was on crutches. And as he attempted to storm out of our second floor apartment, I pushed him down a flight of metal stairs. He lived. Damn. So we, we admitted to uh, crimes here, to assault. Hey, it could have been a movie too. She you know? reminds it, it reminds me of um, I can do bad all by myself. Is that the one where he uh, she left him in the bathtub and stuff? Mm-hmm. That was a good movie. Why don't you call your little whore? Oh, she's not here. It's like pretty, that scene, huh? Yeah, it's pretty good. I like this one. I told his mama he was calling in, lying to the job she secured for him. So I told his mama he was calling in, lying. Saying I was sick when he was hungover. Petty. Damn. You be using other people for excuses? 
like yeah so and so sick or i gotta do I, I i back when i needed to this one's crazy i called this job and told them he was crediting people's account and pocketing the cash Snitch. damn he begged me to move to a new city with him just for him to get another girl pregnant so i took it easy on him Ooh, she called that taking it easy that is that might be because some of the shit you can do to people hey and just snitching on him at work, but I mean, depending on how much he took, that could be a federal offense, right? Can it go? Can it go from not federal, but I mean, felony? Actually, if it's a bank or whatnot, ooh, you know what? Let me. Ooh, we. That's a tough one. So he had a girl, and she rode on the bus for twenty-four hours from New York to here. She didn't know. He dropped me off at work with my car, left me there, wouldn't answer his phone when I was off. Found out after what happened. He picked her up and drove around and chilled at a hotel. So what did she do? Yeah, right? She. So she said that was the grimiest that she's ever been done. Oh, wait, no. Sorry. TBC means to be continued. All right. When I finally got a ride from my brother, he still wasn't answering his phone. So when I found out what uh, was going on, I kicked him out as well as his dog and all his dog shit in the yard. I, I, Damn. I put in the bag, uh, I put all of his dog shit uh, in the bag with his clothes and I left it in the bag uh, for him to pick it up. So she put all of the shit in. Every time she say dog shit, I'm, I'm, I was thinking literal like, oh, she put dog shit in his clothes? Yeah. Is it she did for real? She okay. put all the dog shit in the yard in Ooh. with his clothes and left the bag with his clothes for him to come pick it up. Nice. You know what's funny? At first I was like, why you put all the dog shit in the yard? Like, like, like the dog was evicted? Like, right. hey, bark, bark. <laughs> right. I was thinking like the toys, mm -mm. you know, the little, you know, the little. I thought that she was putting the dog's shit yes. in the yard. That's what I was but thinking. But she got the dog shit poop. out of the yard. Dog poop. Put the it in with the clothes. So he's like, he gets layers of emotion. Like, damn, I'm caught. Damn, I'm kicked out. Damn, my clothes. Damn, shit. Yeah. D dog shit. Dog dookie. And then here's my favorite one. You ready for my favorite? Yes. No, no, I'm going to say one quick one and then my favorite. Okay. She, uh, I fucked the dude he claimed I was cheating with. Uh, sadly, I did this twice. Different boyfriends. Whoa. Insecurities are wild. Insecurities? On whose part? But you know what? Sometimes... You'll get accused of fucking a nigga that you never fucked. And it's like, okay, damn. but here's the question. Here's but she shouldn't question. have went on and fucked the nigga. Like, she it is infuriated, infuriating being accused of, of doing something that you're not even doing. Mm -hmm. Does the constant accusations ever make y'all actually want to fuck that person? Um, I would think so. I've never been accused of fucking somebody that I wanted to fuck. But have you been accused of fucking somebody? Wait a minute. Yes, I have. I've I've already heard a story. Oh, yes, I have. Mm -hmm. I sure have. And I didn't fuck him because she was my friend. Oh, whoa. Why don't you go into it? Get I into didn't. It. I hadn't. I had not. But he was very flirtatious with me, and I was wrong. I was flirtatious back. Mm -hmm. um, and you were it in was a not her man. No, 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 no. This is you not weren't no in the relationship. No, neither one of us was in a relationship. This wasn't no get back. 
my story does not fit into the grimiest I've ever done a dude. So, Wait, so but I'm saying you were accused of fucking this person? I was accused of fucking someone that I had never fucked. By who? By a friend. Oh. The friend who had fucked him. Who had? Mm-hmm. Oh, so it was a, a girl who said you fucked him. Mm-hmm. She was telling people, and they were having conversations, but it hadn't happened. And the only reason why it hadn't happened was because she was my friend. Oh. And when so I she say she was just dealing she, with the fact that you guys liked each other. There was, there, there was, was some no chemistry there. There was no relationship, but there was some chemistry there, and I was trying to avoid it. I was trying to get away from it. I'm like, this is wrong. I shouldn't feel like this. He was kind of more progressive with it, and I was just like, you know what? You got to chill. You got to chill. You got to chill. And, you know, then she, because we were all, this was a trip. But you never, in a relationship, had a dude push you to actually considering having sex with somebody because like, cause that's why. So my story is, is, is different again. Yes. Oh, you're right. But it's still a little different because that person was my celebrity crush. Oh, so into some deepness. Okay. So I was accused of, well, I was just, he got, on my shit for liking this guy's career. I'll okay. just say that. And so the usher effect. Right. So I had never met the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd been to shows or whatever, but never met him, never interacted with him. Um I don't even think I followed him online. So why did your dude um, think that? Because when his profession came on, I would I knew how to follow along with this profession, with his work. I knew his work. When and so his he used profession came on. <laughs> I knew how to follow along with his profession. <laughs> with his work. I knew his work. And he got frustrated with me that I knew and liked his work. And I guess at some point in time it made him blow up. And oh. he just went off on me and was like... About the professional? Yeah, he's like, every time it comes on, you know this, you know that. And I'm like, but I like it. Like, what do you want me to do? The difference with this situation is he's definitely somebody I would smash. Mm-hmm. I would smash. You know? so, so I it, can it, I can assume... Because the only two options was movies coming on and music coming on. <laughs> he's an entertainer. But I mean... It, People don't typically say, like, every time this movie comes on. Well, maybe. Was this a, an actor or a musician? Why would you do this? Because you already know. Oh, this is one I already know? Yes. Oh, okay. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. So I'll just say musician. Fuck it. Whatever. Okay. Um, And so every time his songs came on the radio or whatever, or he, he would play the songs and mm-hmm. I would sing along. And did that make you like and then we got in an argument on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Well niggas are sensitive on Valentine's Day. And I was just like, but he played it. Yeah, but if 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 he if you play a song and you're just like, ooh yeah, yeah, let it burn, you're like, hey, I just got you some I just got you flowers. Let it burn for me. But I I was I was singing the song that he played. But I, like I said, 
He knew he was my celebrity crush. I had never met him before. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'd been to shows or whatever, and I we had this whole huge blow up, and then he was like, I was like, I don't understand where this is coming from. And he was like, because I know if you went to his show, he would he would see you and he would pull you on stage and that would be it for us. And I was like, this is so unreasonable for That's us tough. to be arguing about. That's tough for a woman because obviously if, if you're dating that woman, you're like, I'm out. Right. But the musician is like... A lot of the times the musicians don't be like starting a relationship. It just be that city. <laughs> right. But, so now so, the girls in stuck in the middle like lost your man but had the little experience. But right. like at that point do they chase the rapper or singer or do they just be like, "Well, I had my experience. Now I'm single." Right. So I was just like, "I'm not I didn't do anything. Like I haven't been to no show in a while since we were together and you played a song that I like." Like I, like I said, niggas is sensitive on so Valentine's. So then, well, the 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 twist is that after we broke up, maybe about four or five months after we broke up, I went to said person's show, mm-hmm. and I was up front. This person did see me, <laughs> and I did end up meeting him, and I did <laughs> end up conversing and 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 knowing knowing this person for a while and he did find knowing out knowing this person yeah i ended up knowing I'm not going to lie person. i didn't i didn't think you were going to tell this part of the story that's why i, <laughs> I knew this person but for a while but you trucked through it i trucked through it um and so it was so almost like i feel like he gave me that energy i don't, it wasn't there this is a before. nigga's worst nightmare <laughs> and this is why i feel like you can over jealous yourself <laughs> And push your girl, because this is this is just worst case scenario. Like all this shit on on line with Usher going on, it wasn't Usher, but all this shit with like uh, dudes like letting their girl go to the concert and then being like, you know, crooned. Every dude in the back of their mind is like, he's gonna smash her after. He's gonna smash her after. He's gonna smash her. After. That's like what they, because the the worst part is like. You know, there are dudes who's uh, letting their girl go to Usher's concert, since we're using Usher as an example, mm-hmm. and they're fans of Usher. Right. So they're like, I'm a huge fan of his music, right. but I can't even really uh, be a fan because if I take my girl to Usher's concert, he's going to bring her on stage and fuck her in front of everybody. <laughs> That's just what we think. Ooh. And then it's crazy how much, A, that happened, but you can actually... Push your girl you can into that happen because there is no way that he didn't manage. I believe in manifestation, so the energy that he put into believing that before the shit even happened. So wait, wait, wait. I feel like he manifested that for me. You pump your brakes. So you're saying if he never said that, and then y'all broke up, and you went to the concert, you just wouldn't have done it. I wonder if if it would have even happened because that energy was so strong to yell at your girl. Like he was really, really upset. But you said that you would have clearly done it anyways. So had that conversation never happened. You you saying you would have denied the opportunity just because it wasn't no, manifested? No, no, no. I'm not saying I would have denied the opportunity. I don't know what would have happened, but the opportunity did not present itself while I was with him. It presented it, itself five months after we 
We well, broke then a up. part of you was like, man, I'm going to go to this concert because fuck my ex. I was going to go to the concert regardless, but I mean, maybe. So that's what I'm saying. If you were going to go I didn't regardless. even have front row seats. My seats were in the fourth row. That's that's enough. But he saw me. At the, the, that was the thing. The, the, the artist saw me in the audience. Uh-huh. And so when I thought back to that conversation, I was like, he, that, like my I dude said, was just niggas like. <laughs> niggas worst nightmare in physical form. Just like, you. <laughs> and the fact that he was like, damn, I've been saying that shit. I said that was going to happen. Wild business. He manifested it. And so, yeah, I did end up I telling him. I've never been picked out of a crowd. I, I got to go to more Rihanna shows. Rihanna? No, because oh. she's done. <laughs> uh, Janae Aiko, done. Yeah. She got a big old portrait of Big Sean. Mm-hmm. I got to start going to like Tinashe or people who are on the brink. <laughs> Them still. Tinashe's on the brink? Woo! Do I show my titties? Don't yeah. You? Did that help? Did you do that? You I didn't. Some, you showed some cleave. I didn't show anything. You didn't show no cleave? I wore white. Well, no cleave. I mean, I have no choice. I've seen you. Any type. If going to a concert, track jacket. Going to a concert. So you was concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I had on concert concert outfit, so of course, you know, and I had on white. (laughs) All right, I'm gonna tell my last one. I'm gonna tell my last one, and then we gonna we gonna go into your thread. Okay. This is wild business. Even after what you said. I lived with this awful dude when I was 19, and he would always leave his clipped toenails all over the bathroom. Mm. So one day, I scooped them up no, and mixed no, it in no. his tuna salad. Oh, my God. I was going to say mashed potatoes, but ugh. Why were you going to say that? I don't know. It was just the first thing that came to mind. Tuna salad. I love tuna salad. It says he had a couple bites before he noticed. He was really abusive, so I don't feel bad at all, honestly. Oh, she had a death wish. He was abusive, yeah. and you put his toenails in his food, he and like, he noticed that could have been As somebody who chews fatal. my nails, you're going to learn after the first bite. I'm sh- I don't know if she left the, them whole, because toenails be big. And I don't know if she cut them in half to make them more palatable. <laughs> toenails like little, be big. It's little like... bite size, you know? Because if they were bite-sized, he could have ate the whole thing without knowing. And he just could have got the tonite nuggets. Tonite nuggets. Uh, tonite nuggets. The tonite, my, I don't know why I said tonite. The toenail but nuggets. But if it was a whole but half moon. more. If it was a whole half moon. Mm-hmm. And you, you eating tuna salad and you and you take out that damn big tone, toenail. Did you hear that? Oh. That's, so I hope he wasn't the, abusive the, the, after the, that. The, the, the That's how she is, ended it. There's more you know why because she said she she scooped it hey hey it's brooke england here from deposits and if you're a fan of culture and business then be sure to check out and subscribe to deposits where i interview dope individuals and celebrities of the culture and we get into contracts entertainment and my favorite part payouts it's brought to you exclusively by the revolt podcast network anchored in hip-hop powered by creators right so if she oh, scooped it, chances are there's dust. hair, there's there's dead skin, there's particles, mites, there's there's all kind of <laughs> and the fact that tuna salad is like mostly mayonnaise and stuff, a lot of that stuff can just, just get in the soup. Seeps right into, into it. Yeah, that's freaking gross. Hey. And that was your favorite. That was my favorite one. 
Patrick. I think that was the craziest person. That by far. Absolutely. That is disgusting. Anybody that tampers with food is just that's just Ugh. But he was abusive, so honestly, I don't if he was abusive, yeah, if he was abusive, then I Give can't. Give him a damn toenail sandwich. Yeah, I don't know. But to, to, All right, so what you got? All right. It says, my dad died. Classic start to a funny story. Jesus. He was buried in a small village in Sussex. I was really close to my dad, so I visited his grave a lot, and I still do. I always took flowers, and my mom visited a lot, and she always took flowers, and my grandparents were still alive, and then they always took flowers. My dad's grave frequently resembled a solid third place at a Chelsea flower show. Third place? Third place. Okay. first to say. Nice, but I felt, bu- I felt bad for the guy buried next to my dad. He never had flowers. Died on Christmas Day, age 37. Damn. No one left him flowers. And now there's a pop-up florist in the grave next door, next to him. So his dad's grave. Is right. So I started buying him flowers. I started buying flowers for a deceased man that I'd never met. I did this for quite some time, but I never mentioned it to anyone. It was a little private joke with myself. I was making the world a better place one bunch of flowers at a time. He's making the world a better place. I know it sounds weird. He passed on. But I came to think of him as a friend. Oh, well, that does sound weird. I wondered if there was a hidden connection between us, something secretly drawing me to him. Maybe we went to the same school, played for the same football club, or whatever. So I Googled his name, and then 10 seconds later, I found him. 10 seconds after the Google search? Mm -hmm. Boom. Pop right up. Slow internet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, waiting for 10 seconds. Find out 10 seconds after the Google search. He didn't even have to say that. I'm going to say this like you would. His wife didn't leave him flowers because he murdered her on Christmas Day. I saw that coming. This was a murder-suicide? After he murdered his wife, he murdered her parents, too. Damn. And after that, he jumped in front of the only train going through Balcombe Tunnel that Christmas night. That busy, busy Christmas was why no one ever left him flowers. No one except me, of course. Well, I left him flowers. I left him flowers every couple weeks and every couple weeks for two and a half years. <laughs> I felt rest in peace. <laughs> my hidden friend. Right. I felt terrible for his wife and her parents. Now, I wasn't going to leave them flowers every couple of weeks for two and a half years, but I did feel like I owed them some sort of an apology. I found out where they were buried bought flowers, and drove to the cemetery. Wait, wait, wait. We didn't even ask why he killed them. What did they do? I don't know. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You victim shaming. I'm just Uh, kidding. As I was standing at their graves mumbling apologies, a woman appeared behind me. She wanted to know who I was and why I was leaving flowers for her aunt and grandparents. Awkward. Aunt. Oh, because he killed his wife and their parents. Mm-hmm. And her parents. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, this dude wrecked a family. 
I explained and she said, okay, that's weird, but quite sweet. I said, thanks. Yes, a bit weird. And oh God, I asked her out for a drink. Incredibly, she said yes. Two years later, she said yes again when I asked her to marry me. This nigga got pussy out of this? that is how I met my wife. This is how he got pussy out of this? Diabolical. He got a wife out of this. Okay, if it would have ended with pussy, I would have been floored. I mean, he did get pussy. No, but I mean, marriage is just like, holy shit, that's a great story. But that's really crazy. (laughs) So... So this wasn't her parents. This was either, well, if it was her grandparents, then this was the the wife's- Grandparents. This, yeah, the grandparents, and we know that that was the wife's parents. So that this must have been uh, the, the daughter of the victim's sister. Right. Wow, that was a great story. Right? That was a great story. <laughs> when I saw this, I said, Holy shit. I just I, kept being. <laughs> that was M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan level twist because I did not think this was going to end in him getting pussy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Him leaving flowers for a serial killer is wild. I mean, uh, imagine how mortified you would be if you found out you were leaving flowers for. I didn't know they got for... tombstones. I thought tombstones were given by or paid for by people who cared. What if you had money? And he was just, he called the morgue before he j- jumped in front of the train? Or people on his side. I don't know. I don't know how they... And it was a holiday massacre? It was a holiday Christmas. That is wild. That's insane. It also... Just think about it, though. He made friends with a murderer, a deceased murderer, and then felt bad for the victim. So to the this, victim. Uh, this is a whole emotional roller coaster of people you've never ever had a discussion with, That's never fate. introduced yourself to. He also went to the other grave at the same time as the daughter, who was also single at the time. It was a lot of moving parts. He's wild for asking her mm-hmm. out because after all of that, I'd have been like, "Damn, that's embarrassing." What if he was like, "Damn, this bitch is fine," like probably, but from her perspective, that's a cool way to meet somebody. Like, my bad, the the person who murdered your whole family. I was accidentally leaving them flowers, which is nice. But then I found out now I'm leaving a thank you for your the people you care about. That's like that's weird, but that's hella nice because you started with nice intentions and then you ended with nice intentions. Here's the box. (laughs) So her relationship to the murderer. What is that? It's her uncle. Mm -hmm. Yes. So uncle killed her aunt and her grandparents. Yep. Which means her mother or father lost their parents. Mm-hmm. Crazy. It's wild. Crazy way to get pussy. <laughs> Never gotten pussy. Why does either. it always go back to get because pussy? Because that's not a place you, you, you don't get that from the cemetery unless you in some I mean, I illegal think shit. Look, this is uh, people who go to funerals just to get. Funerals are there funeral hoppers? Funerals, but just to visit, visiting a grave and hoping you're going to leave with some blocks. Damn is wild <laughs> all right let's get into these factuals okay some factuals so my fact is about the number 13 Ooh, numbers 
Mm-hmm. I like that. I like mm-hmm. I like number scary stuff. Um, we just doing what it's about. You want me to go into it because pretty much my fact is just <laughs> it's a sentence, but I do have a a description behind it. Uh, my fact is going to check off something that we've all known, mm-hmm. but science backs it up, and okay. it's about y'all women. women. Yes. Okay. Well, how about you you check this box for us? Let me hear it. Turns out a woman is more responsive to romance when her stomach is full. Yes. Absolutely. Isn't that a crazy thing to be confirmed? Stomach full, pussy wet. That's when when y'all be farting, too. It's crazy well, it depends. If you're giving us beans and 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 I, broccoli all day, I then feel yeah. like I feel like I started my water cleanse because I realized that okay, when I'm on set, I don't eat at lunch, and that helps me keep focused. Okay. So it was almost like, oh, okay, I can extend that laser focus to a full day whenever I want. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's the opposite. I mean, I don't never really horny when I'm like <laughs> <laughs> hungry like that. But it is crazy to think that when women are hungry, we all knew you guys get mean, but it seems like it's like a, it's mean? like a joke, like hangry. You get hangry, but it's not like as crazy as some people. Like some people, it makes it seem like they're just like they turn into the Hulk. Mm. They're like super mean, violent, not really like trying to talk. Okay. But, you know, obviously that's a huge like relationship joke is that you feed them. Get them on a good, good vibe, and then everything else is good. But for them to be actually more responsive to romance when the stomach is full, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I didn't I didn't expect that. Mm. It's it seems like that that's like folklore or like uh you know they're they're not hungry so they're not you know upset. It has to do with something else, but for it to be directly correlated with romance, pretty crazy. Is this just women? It says women. It says a woman. Cause I feel like guys, I definitely see guys be hangry, or whatnot, or maybe you guys are just always horny. Well, I mean, I think that being hungry and being full is already like bad, good. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm full, I'm good. So I think everybody's in a good mood mm-hmm. when they're full after they haven't eaten. But I think that it's really just like the fact that women, it's, re- it's connected to romance, like. Mm. I'm more likely to accept these flowers, accept this date, get my my my, my raging waters going. Hey, if the Niagara I'm fed, you know, as opposed the to Niagara to, box. Somebody was trying to skimp you on, gave you a little appetizer, and then tried to do all this romantic stuff. You might be like, "Feed me, broke nigga." He put it in me, and I made it Niagara What's balls. What's your fact? What is your fact? Niagara balls. Your your raps today were butt butt cheeks. Booty, booty, butt cheeks. Hey, hey, booty, booty, butt cheeks. My fact. Fear of the number 13 is called... 13-itis. 13-a-phobia. Say it one more time. T-R-I-S-K-A-I... I want you to sound it out. Triscatophobia. Triscate? Triscade. Triscatophobia. Does that mean like Does that mean if you see the number 13 you run away or if I'm like 11 12 you're like ah! 
So if I had 13 things in front of you, would you be scared? Or if I had the number 13 in front of Probably you? Probably the number 13. But if if we just watched, what, 23? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you had 13 items in front of me. It's a very prolonged scare. 11, 12, 13! You have to count it all. Whoa. Um, yeah, it's called triskaidekaphobia. Um, origins. Regardless of its scientific classification, triskaidekaphobia is an age-old and pervasive fear. It is commonly linked to early Christians, as the number 13 appears in certain biblical tra- traditions. For example, there were 13 people present at the Last Supper, Jesus and his apostles. Um, if 13s don't bother you unless it's Friday, you might be susceptible to to what's sometimes known as paraskevidekatrophobia. Oh, shit. P-A-R-A-S-K-E-V-I-D-E-K-A-T-R-I-A-P-H-O-B-I-A. You try to say it. I'll say it right now. Paraskevidekatrophobia. Easy. Paracadidecatriophobia. Okay. Or frigatriscadecophobia. <laughs> yeah. That one's more fun. That one is more fun. Yeah. Frigatriscadecophobia. I'm glad I wasn't cursed with some of these irrational fears because that yeah. is a curse. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree that, uh, like, even like, if you look at a bunch of holes and you're like, oh, that looks kind of nasty, that's Ooh. one thing. But if you are like deeply afraid of it, mm-hmm. or you look at a 13, or you look at something that's too furry and you're like actually disturbed, that's a curse. The holes one I kind of understand because, well, what I it's read. It's not like claustrophobia. Said, no, like claustrophobia makes sense. Like some, some fears actually make sense. But, but, this is what I read on it. And I don't know how true it is, but the explanation I got for, um, what is it? It's not trichotillomania. That's eating your hair. Stichophotomia. Uh, yeah, that. Shubis is um, Shubis Is that people, they connect that to disease. So I guess disease, maybe fungus. Uh-huh. Hmm. And so when you think of that, it grosses you out because you think of. No, I think they have a perfectly. Or you think of it like holes on your arm. I think to them it's totally logical. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying if it's not an actual fear, like fear of heights, claustrophobia, small spaces, like those are things that actually can make you feel like you're in danger. But I think that looking at the number 13, I think we can all agree it's an irrational fear. Now, if I'm talking to somebody who's actually afraid of. Huh? Interrational fear? What's interrational? Isn't that what you just said? I said irrational. Oh. I, I for sure said irrational. I thought you said irrational. <laughs> I, would, I said that's for sure an irrational fear. So, oh, an irrational fear. Got you. So I think that if I'm talking to somebody who has that fear, they'll probably have logical ways of why they are, and I'm not taking mm-hmm. away from that. I'm just saying that looking at the number 13 in no way puts somebody in danger. So I think that there's, there's some things that's like, oh, if I'm afraid of lions – Okay, you've probably seen a lion destroy a person mm-hmm. before, but being afraid of a curtain but is look, different. 13 is so prominent that most hotels won't make a 13th floor. Yeah, so I mean, that's, that's but it's also not, it's still wrapped in superstition. Would you stay on the 13th floor in a hotel? Yeah. Really? Yeah. The same way I've had amazing Friday the 13th, 
you know, mm-hmm. like it's coming up and you're like, oh shit, it's Friday the 13th. And then you have a great day and you're like, oh damn, this is a great, that's all silly. Mm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Well, there it all is. right. This has been another episode of Thick Threads. Thick'em Threads. We out here. I've been your co-host, Patrick Cloud. And I'm Persephone. We'll see you next week. I hope Bye. Bye, life. What's going on, everybody? This is Dr. Shonda, and I am here from the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast. If you're a fan of psychology and mental health, be sure to check out and subscribe to the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast, a show that covers and talks about buzzing topics in pop culture, mental health in the black community, and faith-based topics. And it's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators.